Welcome back to The Vibe, guys. I am really excited about today's episode because we are getting into a skin discussion that I have yet to ever discuss. I think many don't, and we absolutely should. Armpits. Yep, that's where I'm going today. One of my biggest insecurities. So I've actually been testing this brand for three months now, and I will never go back. I'm so excited to have Sarah, the CEO and founder of Curibod, on the vibe. On the vibe on the vibe today. I'm not on the vibe today. Um, Curibod is a clean aluminum-free deodorant founded in 2018 and quickly grew a cult following because it actually works. What started as a fun side hustle quickly blossomed into a full-blown business. Now with a talented team of four and three product lines, aluminum-free deodorant, all-over deodorant spray, which is one of my favorite add-ons, and hydrating hand sanitizer. They've been featured in the New York Times, Glamour, Shape, and more. They're sold in over 300 stores nationwide, including Nordstrom and Anthropology, just to name a few. You know, I would never share a product I personally didn't vibe with, and this was one I had to share. Sarah, I would love if you could introduce yourself. Hello, thank you for having me. Um, So my name is Sarah Moray. I'm the founder and CEO of Curie. Uh, started the brand about two and a half years ago. I totally bootstrapped it with $12,000 of my own savings. Um, just an idea I had mainly because I, you know, was making the switch to cleaner, more natural products and deodorant, aluminum free deodorant. I'm sure many, many people listening agree. It's really hard to find something that works and I'm super active. I'm a marathon runner. I'm like always out and about. Um, and I, I honestly am just like a sweaty person. <laughs> so I could not find any aluminum free deodorant that worked for me. I realized, you know, people were talking about this a lot. I think like, even the Kardashians were talking about it on their show about how no aluminum free deodorants work. And so I knew it was a problem for a lot of people. And so I um, started working with a team of chemists actually here in LA where I live and worked on a formula for almost a year. Um, and I think, you know, it, I learned it's hard. The reason there's not many that work is because it's really hard. We worked on our formula, first formula for over a year. Um, and we've actually continued to iterate on that formula several times. Amazing. We're always making changes, always collecting feedback. Um, and I think now we have, you know, the best product on the market. And it sounds like you agree. Yeah, um, no. So I, I, a quick like, little backstory of why how I got involved with you guys was someone from Sarah's team reached out to me. And as my followers know, I'm a yoga instructor. I'm pretty sweaty. I'm always on the go. And yep. I have only been using this product since you guys sent it over. And I have continued to purchase it and tell everybody that I know about it. Yep. Because there are so many things that I want to get into, but we'll unfold it all throughout. So mm-hmm. I always start my podcasts with one I don't like to research people that deeply because I like to find out via you but one thing that I did notice was when I looked at your website it's literally like there's a vibe about it and I was like all right her and I are meant to talk like this is the vibe (laughs) literally her and I are meant to talk and I always like to know this is this is my deepest question what was young Sarah like as a child? Because I think that who you were as a kid totally molds who you are now. And like, for instance, for myself, I was literally like a monkey child, like truly like who I was as a kid is entirely who I am today. But I feel as though when you're younger, a lot of the things that you were passionate about or whatnot come into your world in your later years. So what were you like as a kid? 
Good. That is a great question. I've actually <laughs> never been asked. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I should talk about this in therapy. I'm like, <laughs> how did I come to be like this? But I, as a kid, was like, I'm definitely a very active kid. I spent all days, all day outdoors. Like, I just remember waking up in the morning and going right outside and just like playing outside all day long until my mom forced me to come back home. I was super creative. I was, I never like had that many toys. I would just like make do with what I had. And my mom said I would like build little magical worlds and super imaginative. So I think all those qualities, I also had a dad um, and a mom, but my dad mostly who was always telling me like, you can be anything you want. Like you're, you know, sky's the limit. Think beyond that, think beyond that. And would always really encourage me to like go after things and not be scared and not feel like I had to like fit in some mold. Um, so I think that definitely helped mold me. Um, so I think having like having that outdoor play, big imagination and parents who were really supportive of me kind of doing whatever I wanted to do and following my passions, like kind of molded me into who I am and definitely explains, you know, what motivated me to leave my cushy job. I worked in finance before I made, you know, great money. I had a great, like, you know, expense account, (laughs) had like everything. Um, And when I told people like, oh, I'm actually going to be starting a deodorant company, like they looked at me, even like my own family was like, what? <laughs> You're, wait, come again? You're starting Yeah, tell, life. yeah, yeah. That you literally led right into what I was going to say. I was going to say, what were you doing like from 18 to 24? Like what was like that vibe of your life like? I was in, so I went to college in Boston. I went to Boston University and my school was very business focused and very like Wall Street finance focused, which I kind of would wonder like what would have happened earlier in my life if I had gone to like a more liberal, liberal, liberal arts school or like somewhere, you know, on the, on the West coast. But, um, you know, my school was very finance, you know, um, Wall Street focus. So after college, I got my CPA license, worked at a big four accounting firm, like wore the whole business suit out, you know, outfit and was. What were you? Were you a Deloitte girl? No, I was a PwC. (laughs) I just have like heard this story so many times. People being like, I went into finance. I was a finance person. And I feel like I know the companies just from that. It was not for me. Definitely not for someone that likes, you know, I I hate unnecessary rules. Like they drive me insane. And accounting is basically a million very necessary rules, but a lot of very dumb rules that are kind of antiquated so it was a frustrating career for me for sure and then got into venture capital uh, worked in venture capital for a couple of years which kind of exposed me to startups yeah. and specifically like entrepreneurs like I was like hey it's not that they're not that special like I can do this totally yeah so I um worked in venture capital and, and it was when I was in venture capital, like I said, it was a pretty cushy job. Um, so I was able to start Curie on the side. Um, amazing. And I, just, I just put my own savings into it and ran it um, kind of as a one woman show for the whole first year. It was my, my sister helped me out. She was on maternity leave. So she helped me out like shipping oh, orders amazing. and stuff like that. But um, otherwise it was just me and Instagram and I, you know, would 
Well, you have a really good team because they reached out to me, which I was really thankful for. <laughs> well, now we have people uh, grown, but in the early days, it was really, um, it was really just me, and I didn't, I didn't really have a plan. Like I started, I started the brand, I started Curie because you know I had this need, other people did as well, and I figured let's see what happens. Totally. So I did not set out, even though I had a business background, I didn't set out with like a business plan. Like and like little really did you know that everyone was gonna be like in the like lookout for aluminum free deodorants exactly well it was already happening at the time you know it's interesting because whenever people ask me about deodorants and why i use aluminum free my original answer obviously i want to say health reasons but the original answer for me was white t-shirts i was like i heard that aluminum is what gets the yellow in your armpits so for me for me so for me when i found that out that that's what was making my um like under my shirts yellow I was like this has got to change we have got to change and I actually have a lot of questions about about Curie and how you came about it but I want to know what was that like aha moment of you being like all right I'm gonna quit everything leave the cushiness and like I'm gonna take that step out and not have both the best of both worlds if you know what I mean yeah yeah I think I always like have had a tendency to want to have my my toe in different things mm-hmm. and like I never I was really hesitant to go all in um and I actually so first of all the business was doing well like we in that first year it was just me side side hustle you know I literally would before my I had my sister to help me like I would be flying around on business trips for my full-time job and I would bring a suitcase of deodorant with me with envelopes to ship them from my hotel room while I was on a business trip when orders were coming. (laughs) Very scrappy side hustle in the early days. Um, but the business was doing well. So about a year in, we, we had done like 150 K $150,000 in revenue with like no marketing or ad budget. Um, and to me, that was like a really, and we had a really high repeat purchase rate. Our customers were buying more. They were engaging with us. They loved the brand. So I felt like first I knew that we were on to something. Yeah, you are. Struggle. Um, and then second, I actually, what the aha moment was I read Shoe Dog. Yeah. Um, Great book? book. Yeah. What is it? By, yeah. uh, something Night? Yeah. Phil Knight. Phil Knight. Yeah. Nike. Um, so I list, I was listening to that book and he had some like statement he made that was like you know I knew that uh that if I didn't go all in on Nike like I would have more regrets basically I would have more regrets if we failed and I never really put my all into it than if we you know than if I I don't know you know if you didn't give the (laughs) if you didn't give it the full chance if you didn't take the risk then you wouldn't have gotten the full reward like if I don't take this opportunity and put my all into it like one day I would have bigger regrets from not doing that and been like what would have happened what could have been if I had just done that and so I was like screw it I'm gonna put you know I'm gonna leave my job I can always find something else I'm gonna do this for a year and see what I can do and like our second year in business we 5x the business um so I definitely like leaving my job was definitely the right decision it's amazing Um, here I am today like on QVC like in Nordstrom like never would have imagined this it was 
I mean, beyond my wildest dreams that we would be where we are today, but. And anyone listening, this is exactly why I have people like you on the vibe because people, I think people really forget that like you can like fulfill that dream or that, that passion of yours that you may think no one wants to know about X, Y, Z. Everybody wants to know, which leads me into my next thing. So I want you to tell us how Curie was brought into the world, the name, the products, the why, how tough it is to truly find a good natural aluminum-free, paraben-free deodorant as a yoga instructor. This is something I personally struggle with a lot. Honestly, I've considered getting Botox in my armpits because that's what people have told me. And I'm too scared. I'm truly too afraid to do it. Um, But I've tried everything and it wasn't until I tried your armpit mask. Yes, that is right, people. Armpit mask. That I was like, I can never use anyone else except you. How did you get there? And how did you like come up with that like concept? Because most people think face masks openness and it's like you don't realize like our arms are closed like that needs some loving like people don't realize like as much as we care for our face we have to care how much your armpits like contribute to your confidence mind you as i have my hands in my armpits looking at her just like (laughs) no it's it's the same as self-care like why do we have a foreskin skincare routine but we don't have a skincare routine for something that we shave and use so much exactly and like think of like when you're out and about in a tank top in the summertime or something and you lift your arm and you have like red bumps or razor burn or rash or you know armpit issues i call them yeah like it, it's embarrassing totally and that's why i said it's my insecurity yeah they they are very in, it's an insecure area for a lot of people it's also a really sensitive area again like you said a lot of women shave their armpits and they get irritation and it's just very sensitive it's near your lymph nodes it's near it's it's very like un un like people aren't paying attention to yeah. their armpits and we need to be paying attention to our armpits. They need some loving too. Um but back to the first part of your question, origin for the name. Um I already told you kind of the origin for the brand was I couldn't find anything that worked for me. Um created something that worked. And origin for the name was it's named after Curie is named after Marie Curie, who was a famous have you heard of her? I have. But um, for, yeah, but for so the she, people who haven't, please. Yeah, she was a famous, um, famous uh, physicist and chemist in the 1800s. First woman to win a Nobel Prize, only person to win it twice in two different sciences. And so she was cool. just a trailblazer. Like, I, I actually did a book, a book report on her in fifth grade. And that's why I know so much about her. <laughs> so you, so um, you as a kid, you were into this as a kid. <laughs> I loved science. I was like a science geek as a little kid so I loved Marie Curie I was like so I admired her admired her so much like she did all this in the 1800s when women didn't even get go to college I don't even think women could even vote or do anything yeah she like got her PhD and discovered radium which basically led to the discovery of x-rays and chemotherapy and all these amazing you know she made all these amazing contributions to the world and she was a trailblazer and to me it just kind of represented who I wanted to be who our customers are striving to be which is like you know we're trying to get out there and build build companies build families like build a life and I hope you know above building a company and whatnot you're building confidence like for me at least like I feel like like I, again, like I told you, I wear sweaters in the Miami heat because I'm like, I don't want my armpit, like I can't have my armpits. So you've built a lot, for me at least, you've built such confidence in knowing that I can fully like be myself. 
Yeah, exactly. That's that's exactly what we're trying to do is get people confidence. Your armpits are your armpits are a key component to that. And so the detox mask is really uh, was something that actually I had posted a blog post on our website like two years ago with this like DIY detox pit detox mask recipe that you could make from like ingredients at Whole Foods. And that blog post still today is like our number one driver of site traffic. I mean, I'm sure it's the best thing ever. Yeah. And so, and people would make the detox mask and they would tag us in pictures on Instagram. And so um, I was like, let's make this and put it in a tube so that you don't have to like sit there at home fixing it up. Um, and that product has, it's now our second best-selling product. People love the detox mask. It's such it's a, really it's one of my favorite parts of like, um, like my pre-shower routine because I'm like, I just like love, I'm just like a big, I'm a big lover of like healthy products and what's good for you. But like giving love to an area that like I didn't even know could have like a, an option for like it has changed not only like how much I sweat and whatnot and how it's produced but like it's also changed the smell and like it's made things a lot better and kinder and I love that you have the mask the obviously the deodorant and the spray because the spray I take with me everywhere that's like a little like add-on if I'm the like nervous spray, the spray is my personal favorite I'm not supposed to play favorites but I definitely it spray is my favorite and it is also our best-selling product it's such a good spray and the reason I try to use it so lightly is because I use it so much so I'm like I just keep it in my bag for on the go but it's just so good I love it so much and you know, before we close out this interview, I had one major question because you're probably going to be like, you sound silly, but it's something that I feel like everybody feels because everyone is trying to get on the aluminum free zone, you know? I know this is going to sound silly, but why is it so hard to create a deodorant? I know you're going to explain why, but I feel like I've probably tried like I don't know, several different types of aluminum-free deodorants, and every time I've never been happy or never felt a result of anything, I felt like, holy shit, I need to go, like, get men's deodorant and cover this up, which is, like, a really defeating feeling when you're just trying to be healthier and trying to do the right thing. So, mm-hmm. like, what is it? Like, why Why is it that, oh, like, I know you're, like, you're probably, like, you're crazy. But, like, what? why is it so hard to create? Like, what do you think is in the yeah. system that's okay. so hard? First, first thing is everybody's body is different. Like, your pH of your skin, your chemistry, every skin, like, everybody's skin is different. Um, and everyone has different sweat glands. And your and pH has a lot to do with it. Yeah. And so, I will say, like, no deodorant is a one size fits all. So like, I'm sure you've tried a bunch that haven't worked for you. I've definitely tried a bunch that haven't worked for me, but like for some people, those products work. Totally. Um, so it's, it's like a really, it's a very personal product. Like, yeah. It's very different from like a mascara where if it works for you, it probably works for everybody. Totally. Um, your, your underarm skin and your, your sweat, there's a lot of chemistry happening down there. So nothing is going to be one size fits all. I always say, you know, if, if we, our customers, you know, love our products, we have five-star reviews, really, you know, really loyal customer base. Once in a while, we'll get a person that's like, this doesn't work for me. And totally. our response, customer service is always like, 
totally get it. Like we refund, no questions asked, and we give them recommendations for other brands that might work for them. Because it's See, like, that's amazing of you guys. Nothing is, yeah, we're like, good luck. Like go find something that works for you. Here's your money back. Um, but you know, those are few and far between ours. <laughs> really does work but I will just preface by saying it's a chemistry thing we have in it that's why we brought on an amazing team of formulators when I say team we have like six different people that have worked on our formula our deodorant formula um, because it is really a science it's the different levels of ingredients that you're using you know different where our stick deodorant is oil and wax based our spray deodorant is not as um is alcohol based so they're really different in terms of form factors so you have to make sure oh you have the <laughs> yeah I wear them like um, this is like what I wear every day in this top drawer yeah. so I have like all my like yeah, so and then I have another in my bag in my like bag <laughs> that's to go you are truly a super fan <laughs> no I really I it, you know I as someone who's like gets things I don't say yes all the time but this yeah. one like really stuck out to me and it's amazing when a product actually stays like in I your life that. you love it so much i love it so I so much we just send you some of our new products that are coming out well awesome. before we I wrap this up oh no no no! you go you go is the scent really matters so that's one of the things like one of the reasons when people are like oh i love men's deodorant the reason is because men's deodorant is super scented yeah. like old spice is like knock you like you, totally you won't miss it it's so strong and so a lot of deodorants like what helps it work so well is the scent and so we specially designed our scents so our signature scents the white tea the orange neroli the grapefruit cassis mm. they smell incredible and the way that they were designed was specifically for deodorant so that they create a good complement to any of your natural smells. So even if, you know, you do smell a little bit like ours, you won't smell anything but our delicious signature scent. And they were like specially designed to be that way. And I can attest to this because almost all of my yoga clients now use your product and they're all like tennis players. They do multiple things. They're, they're like, they're all over the place and they're amazing. And they all like have asked me, they're like, what do, deodorant do you use if you're like out on your feet and teaching yoga all day? I love that. That's yeah, so, so it's it's become, it's become luckily a conversation that, that is opening up to people, yes. <laughs> which is really, really nice. So I did have one thing before I wrapped up and that is what has been the toughest part about entering this entity of the skin world? Um, the toughest part is, I mean, I'll be honest, like breaking through the noise. There's like a lot of brands out there. There's every day, there's a new skincare brand that pops up. Um, so there's a lot of brands out there and it's great for consumers. Like there's so much choice. There's never been more choice. Right. Um, and no longer, we no longer have to just settle for those boring drugstore products that are full of chemicals and, totally. and things you don't want to be putting on your skin. So it's fantastic. Um, I think clean, the clean space is growing and that's so exciting to me. Um, and people are paying more attention. So I think overall it's a net positive, but you know, as being an, being an entrepreneur and being a founder, that's, that's a challenge at the same time because, uh, there's so much out there. So I think breaking through the noise, um, we, I think we do a good job of, of differentiating ourselves on just having a good product and so we get a lot of word of mouth but um you know instagram is is competitive right now as a brand 
But, you know, you guys are really crushing it. And honestly, I can't stop thinking of the name Kirina. Like, now that I know where it came from, I'm like, what a smart fucking girl to, like, yeah, like a female. So... Fa- no, but I'm talking about you being a smart fucking girl, not oh, even just her. I'm like, I'm like, you're so smart for, like, being a female-founded business, being inspired by a female when you were so young, writing, an, like, a paper about her in fifth grade. I have one other person that I had on the podcast who also was, had an inspiration from when she was... 12 and this reminds me exactly of her and she was still had that inspiration that's she's a food person like a healthy food blogger and she took that that one assignment literally from that from that sixth grade assignment till forever it's like the the first story she tells everybody and that's her blog now today um it's it's she's she has like it's not a blog it's more of like a healthy food um like a what is it called when like a, a nutritionist? <laughs> I'm like she has become like a nutrition, like a um, what is, like a mind, a holistic nutritionist. Holistic nutritionist. Yes. Uh, okay. So she, it was really cool. Her story. Um, I'll share it with you another time. But what has been the most rewarding aspect of starting this company? Oh, I mean, for sure, getting to talk to our customers. Like, I think the getting to getting to sell directly to your customers like online direct to consumer is so amazing because i can't even imagine what it would be like to have a brand that's like just sold in retail only because you don't get to talk to your customers yeah you're sold in only retailers like you don't get to talk to them and so that that to me is the most rewarding thing is getting to sell online um and having a presence on social media and stuff we get to talk constantly talk to customers like even you and i today like this is very it's very rewarding to me knowing that people like our products and that they're having an impact on their lives and they're making them feel confident they're making them feel good it's like that is hands down the best best part of my job i mean i think you said it was Allie who reached out to me but even Allie, i reached out to her saying asking if i could have you on the podcast and it's just like a dichotomy of like you know you re- you guys did something that changed me and i in that want everyone to know what you guys are up to because it's been nothing but a first of all again it's one of my biggest insecurities and i think we don't yeah i think it takes a lot for people to talk about their insecurities so i want to thank you for that and the last thing I have to ask you is, what do you hope people see or feel when they hear of Curie? What do I hope people, what did you say? Sorry. I what said, do you- what do you hope people feel or see when they see Curie? Um, or like when they're wearing your product, like what do you want I, people to feel? Yeah, I mean, I hope that people just feel joy. Like that's really, that's kind of how I would sum up what we're trying to do with the with the brand, especially going forward, as we expand into more products, we're about to launch a new product in a couple of weeks. I have to send it to you. To Yay! Try. You know, so I'll be the best, you know, I'll be a great guinea pig. <laughs> so I think um, how I would sum up the brand, the Curie brand as a whole, and what I want it to be and represent for people, it is joy. Like our pa- packaging is bright and colorful. Our branding is like a little bit silly and not taking ourselves too seriously our scents are just going to add a little joy when you put it on in the morning because it smells different it smells special and you know if you get a whiff of your armpit throughout the day i want you to i want you to enjoy, enjoy it. it yeah not be so, like is it me <laughs> yeah I would, and you know with the pit detox 
Fox mask. It's fun. It's like silly. It's like it's interesting to like put a detox mask on your armpit. It's a it's so amazing. I think, joy, I think joy is like the is the word. We're trying to bring people some joy. Well, I hope you know you've brought me a lot of joy and oh, you've also you. opened my eyes to like what for me again, what is a good deodorant and that like you should continue to try until you find that one that really does work for you. Yes. It's made- Do you have a discount code yet? I mean, no, I but I would love one. Okay. We'll <laughs> get you a discount code Woo! And, we'll, um, and we can share it in the podcast. Yes, right absolutely. There. So I'm going to link everything, all of your Instagram, your website, everything in the episode details Perfect. and Sarah, thank you so much for coming on the vibe. You are a fucking vibe. And I just feel thank really lucky you. to know you and your team. You guys really know how to draw on a crowd. Let's just put oh, it that way. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It was really fun talking to you. Thank you, my love.